indeed it is. You better, you bet. Nick Costos and Will Brinson in for Ken Barkley. Great to have Will Brinson back with us here on You Better, You Bet. We are here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here is Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. We bring you the sports. And we get the news. Lots of news. And we'll get to it coming up here in the first segment of today's show as we come to you live today from Odyssey.com and the app. BetQLNetwork.com and the app. Radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL Network. We are on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Will and I here bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. The show also brought to you by BetQL. With the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks, download the BetQL app and visit BetQL. Com. On this terrific Tuesday, July 25th in the year of our Lord, 2023, some would call it a terrific football Tuesday. Three words that start with the letter T. The show is on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at The Costos and Will Brinson on Twitter and the gram at Will Brinson. And on this terrific Tuesday, we bring you three tremendous guests. Our pal, the great Pete Prisco, will stop by in hour number two, talking all things yeah. National Football League. Is Pete excited about Brock Purdy being cleared for training camp for the Niners? Is Nick San Francisco is going to win the NFC? What about Saquon Barkley and the New York Football Giants? Lots of news, lots of NFL talk to get to with our good friend Pete Prisco. Our guy Anthony DeBondo last week had a great You Better You Bet debut talking the Women's World Cup. United States and Netherlands playing tomorrow night on Wednesday night. We'll get Anthony's take on that game. We wanted to get it to you well enough in advance that you can listen to the segment, whether live or in podcast form. He'll talk France and Brazil coming up later this weekend and a lot of other bets as it concerns the Women's World Cup. And our pal Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio will stop by in the Power Hour to give us bets here for the 3M coming up this weekend. Not exactly a star-studded field, but perhaps an opportunity for us to make some money betting on some golf coming up this weekend. Plus, we will hit you with a bunch of props here. For the NFL this coming season, as we celebrate football all week this week on You Better You Bet. By tomorrow, all 32 teams will have reported to training camp. Yesterday, we touched on player props in the AFC and NFC East. Today, we'll go to the AFC and NFC North. Are you bullish on basically every quarterback in the AFC North to have a big year? Is Justin Fields going to hit 1,000 rushing yards this year? Justin Jefferson's receiving yards prop feels like it's about, oh, I don't know, 500 yards too low? We'll talk about all of these props coming up here as we move along on the show. We'll also talk offensive and defensive player of the year in the National Football League. Power Hour, final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight, including the Subway Series with the Yankees and Mets. Normally, I will promote a lot more stuff that we're doing on the show, but we actually have like a bleep ton of breaking news to get to. Kind of feels like football season a little bit. The breaking news is coming fast and furious today, not just in the NFL, but we have college football news. We got some NBA news as well. What a great day to be alive. Will Brinson, great to have you here in for Ken Barkley. My friend, how's it going? It's going great, uh, Nick. You know, I, I like to do, uh, you know, this is, if this is my full-time job, I probably wouldn't do this, but I actually I would definitely do it more. Um, I, I like to see if I can do things to mess you up in the middle of your scripted reads. Like yesterday, I actually stole a, a line from it, from like a, a read you had to do and tossed it out right before you were about to say it just to see if you could jump back on it really quickly. You did. Very impressive. Um, I also threw on my glasses like right about three quarters of the way through that you're opening there just to see if it would throw you off a little bit. It didn't. Also very impressive. I don't intend on wearing them for the show. Um, I'm basically trying to recreate have you watched The Bear on Hulu? Uh, I am halfway, a little more than halfway through season two. So I just watched the, uh, like the I, acclaimed Christmas dinner episode of yeah. season two. That was the I last just one I watched. literally 
10 minutes ago finished this was just insane to do this and like then hop on this radio show but i just finished the season two finale and like i watched a couple please episodes today is please ho- don't spoil it please i'm not please, gonna spoil please. anything dude are you I would, nuts i would I, be i'd be i would be really sad if that happens yeah obviously i'm not gonna spoil it um i was gonna say like t- just a cut like just in combination of me trying to mess with you as you're doing these scripted reads and these and these uh set reads it's like the bear may be the most stressful tv show i've ever watched like not even kidding it is so stressful it is like being a 49ers fan and trying to figure out who your quarterback is going to be well i would i think like the good news is with the 49ers is that you're basically probably going to win games no matter who the quarterback is because of the system with the bear like you don't know how these episodes are going to turn out i now i'm not i haven't watched episode seven eight nine and ten yet of season two but uh season two has been a lot more muted and a lot more season two season two yeah yeah, yeah. season Season one season two is a lot more I mean, you, the acclaimed Christmas episode is pretty, <laughs> pretty that one, That one's pretty stressful. And like, and like, <laughs> like, I, don't really, like, I don't really get anxious with stuff like that. Like, I feel like I work great in chaotic situations. I actually feel like in order for I me work to better. be at my best. Yeah, oh, 100%. Same for me. And I say, like, me chaos. Truth, if, I were, if I worked in a kitchen, I think I would be great. I think I would be great, like, in the midst of the insanity and in the eye of the proverbial storm unlike the actual storm that's going on right now here in the Northeast, it's thundering and raining right now. I feel like I, w- I would dominate in that. I like when there's break- tons of breaking news. Our show's going to be awesome today because we're in the eye of the proverbial storm right now. Absolutely love it. I get bored otherwise. I get bored if like things aren't exciting. Yeah. If there's not a lot going on around me. So I watch these episodes and like I don't really get you know, um, anxiety watching them. But, like, like I watch The Bear with my wife and she can't handle like, she She's can't freaking handle it. out. But she freaks out a little bit. Yeah, watching some of these super like, yeah, anxiety that's, that's true. episodes of The Bear. Well, and so, like, like I, I, you know, I've been doing this. I've been covering the NFL for CBS for, I mean, like, over, I think this is my either 12th or 13th season that we're going into, which is just freaking crazy. Like, I, I, didn't, I don't think if you told me when I was um, anywhere between 18 and 25 that I'd have a decade-plus-long career covering professional football for a major media organization that I would have believed you at any point. Uh, And yet here we are. But, like, the one thing that I always just remain constant across that is, like, and I'm writing more now, uh, really more reacting to news and stuff, but it's like nothing gives me a bigger rush than that stretch of the NFL. There's different stretches of the NFL season – Usually it's before this leading into the season when big stuff is happening or like free agency, just, just stuff where it's just like breaking news happens and how quickly can you react and how like intelligently can you react? And I think that to me is like, I, I've always just thrived better in sort of that reactionary mode. And, and I, I just, I love the idea of like, I, I realized today it's like, I know you and I talked about this coming into yesterday's show for the whole week. It's like football celebration week. Football's back. Like football is back. Like you, you know, you wake up and it's like Saquon Barkley's breaking news. Saquon Barkley signed a new deal. Like, I mean, come on. Like he's got a one-year contract either way with like a couple extra million dollars in the bank and some incentives, but it is a one-year deal. It's not the tag. Although now I guess in theory, he could be tagged again twice. I digress. The point being is it's like peppered all day long with news and it's going to be like that until kickoff. So strap in, get your vacation over. Your vacation's over. Football's back. Happy football, buddy. Well, I well, yeah. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on I'm gonna go on like one more mini vacation this this summer, and, and I think it's gonna be really yeah. Awesome. I might go so I might go we, on one tomorrow, honestly. I, I, well, well, hope 
Go on Friday. I'll just host on vacation. What? It's, it's a problem. So we're going to roll through all the breaking news here in hour number one, however long it takes to get to. So we are aware of breaking news in the NBA. Jalen Brown signing the richest contract in NBA history. We'll talk about the Celtics and their odds for next season. And we can you can laugh at Jalen Brown getting paid all that money. It means that the Celtics have one of their best players back. They are the second choice to win the NBA championship, the top choice to win the Eastern Conference. We will get into the Boston Celtics. We will talk about the impending four-game suspension for Michigan head coach. Jim Harbaugh just led his team to the college football playoff and a loss to TCU in the national semifinal. Looks like Harbaugh going to be suspended four games for recruiting violations during the COVID dead period a couple years ago, lying to investigators. Seems really insane to suspend them four games for that, but whatever. Um, it'll be four cupcakes that they'll be playing against, but we'll get to that as we move along as well if it impacts the way we're looking at the Michigan Wolverines this season. But as we'll just reference, from the time we woke up this morning, basically until the time we come on the air, just being peppered with breaking news in the National Football League. I actually want to start not with Saquon Barkley, not with Zach Martin, not with Michael Thomas, not even with Jimmy Graham back from the dead, back signed with the New Orleans Saints. What year is it? But we need Goldsboro, to start North Carolina's finest, baby. You want to Absolutely start in San Francisco, don't you? Absolutely. I do want to start in the Bay Area with the San Francisco 49ers. And when Ken and I did our eight buckets for 31 of the 32 teams, the only team we didn't do was the Jets. We'll do that when Ken gets back from vacation. The team that we projected to win the second most games in the NFL this season based on their schedule and based on the week one point spread, two and a half point road favorites in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. The San Francisco 49ers, right? And we don't even know who the quarterback was going to be. At least we didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. I think we've now got an answer to that question. We probably have some clarity towards this year where likely won't be Trey Lance, likely won't. And maybe you disagree. I happen to think it'll be Purdy if Purdy's healthy, as long as he doesn't completely fall on his face in training camp in the preseason. ESPN's Adam Schefter tweeting, um, and within the last 60 minutes, Brock Purdy, the, uh, the Mr. Irrelevant well, this is, this is. Well, and I was going to say, too, like, let's note that, like, and I, I was going to point this out, like, I, I don't know how many Twitter, like, Twitter alerts you have, or X alerts, excuse me, you have on, um, in, in terms of, like, none. reporters. I should do that. I have no, 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 no alerts for, for Twitter. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I mean, I, I'll do you tell you who I have on there? Just, like, I mean, I don't care. I mean, like, it's, it's pretty obvious. Like, I think there's, there's, like, care. four, but there's, like, four big... I mean, it's, like, I, I usually keep Schefter, Rap Sheet, uh, Pelissero, and Girafalo on. Um, that's, that's, because that's those good. are the guys. Those are the guys who, by and large, only tweet NFL news, and you're gonna like, and, and you're gonna get the scoops from from there. Like, there are lots of other people who break news, um, but you know, like, I wouldn't turn my alerts on. Like, I'm just like, oh wow, look, another 15 tweets about NC State football. Cool, cool. Um, unless you're a state fan, then maybe you do it. But point being is like, at when when John Lynch got up and Kyle and John Lynch were talking to the media, it was like said that Brock Purdy had been cleared. It was like literally three alerts within five seconds of each other because everyone's getting that quote out about how he's yep. been completely cleared. He, uh, Brock Purdy will not start on the pup list. Will, you know, is, is, is good to go. And so now the 49ers went from this team. And I think believe their win total is 10 and a half over is minus minus one forty, which is just an insane number. Like that's really high. Um, which kind of feel like they can get there. Maybe these, maybe the books haven't adjusted to the 17 game schedule, but like they went from this team where you're kind of concerned about the quarterback position because Purdy, we don't know what Purdy's status is. Trey Lance is still a project, even in his 15th year in the NFL on his fifth rookie contract. And um, Sam Darnold, this sort of reclamation project, right? And now it's like if Purdy can play and he's completely cleared, we have a deal. We have a, we have a situation where Purdy 
is good to go. And if Purdy somehow gets hurt, you feel like you've got some safety, real safety nets in, in Trey Lance and, and, and Sam Darnold. So like Will just said, Brock Purdy cleared. No restrictions coming up for Brock Purdy in training camp. So Purdy obviously in the campbird seat to start week one for the Niners on the road at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So we've got some market moves as a result of this Brock Purdy news. San Francisco to make the playoffs still held, holding steady as, as a big favorite in the yes, minus 450, yeah, no, plus 375. That. Will mentioned the win total, 10.5 over minus 140. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't bet the under, under 10 and a half with your money or no. anyone else's. That That's an over or nothing for me, even at the juice for the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco minus 165 to win the division. Seattle plus 195. The Rams plus 900. And Arizona plus Naga, Naga, not going to happen. And, uh, and how about this for week one? This was a two and a half point spread yesterday. Brock Purdy looks like he'll be under center for week one when the Niners play in Pittsburgh against Kenneth Pickett and the Steelers. San Francisco. Pickett. San Francisco now back to a flat three-point road favorite at the Steelers in week number one. So San Francisco off two and a half to three on the road at Pittsburgh. So, I mean, that's something where if you're paying attention, and you, we talked about this yesterday, that spread was two and a half. You see the news about Purdy. Maybe you get ahead of the market and bet San Francisco. I think that's a really tough game to call. Three is probably the right number. Maybe I'd take the points with the Steelers. We'll talk about that as we move a little closer here, Will. But I think, like, if you were bullish on San Francisco, and we all have a little bit of time left in the opening segment, so I'll give you kind of the, the ball here, and you can take it where you want on the Niners. I, I think if you were bullish on San Francisco, I think you're all systems go now on this team with what Brock Purdy was able to do last year, getting them to the NFC Championship game. He gets hurt really early in the game. Who knows how the game would have turned out if he didn't get hurt. Maybe Philly still wins. But Purdy... Now looks like he'll be under center. Big deal for San Francisco. Obviously projected to be one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it a little bit yesterday, and and our buddy Drew Densick, a.k.a. Well Capper, came on and said he thinks that the uh, 49ers to win the division, minus 165 right now at Bet MGM, but the uh, Seahawks at plus 195, as you, you, you gave the odds. But, like, that that's the, bet, the safest bet to put your money in in terms of a team winning the division. Um, you look around at this. Look at this roster, man. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and the very underrated Juwan Jennings at wide receiver. Like, that's stacked. Debo's a freaking unicorn. George Kittle at tight end, freaking unicorn. He's the fulcrum of that offense because of his blocking skills and his, his, his yak ability. Christian McCaffrey, unicorn. Elijah Mitchell would start for a lot of teams, and he's their backup running back. They have three quarterbacks who could be good. You also have this defense that was number one in yards and number one in points last year. They lose, of course, their defensive coordinator, but they are loaded across the board. This roster is stacked, and it wouldn't be surprising at all if this is the best team in the NFC at the end of the day and really fit the team that finished with the best record. I agree with you. You either bet the over on the win total or you pass. The, uh, the reigning defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, currently holding out in search of a new contract from the San Francisco 49ers. I think the expectation is he'll be on the field for San Francisco week number one. We're just getting started. Terrific football Tuesday. Costos and Brinson, a lot more breaking news to get to on the other side, including the Giants and Saquon Barkley. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.